and welcome to another edition of the Rouse Review. I'm your city manager, Dan Hoffman, and with me is Sarah Fry, PIO. Hello. Hi, Sarah, PIO. Uh, we are back with another episode. Uh, prior to council, summer is almost done. Kids have been dropped off at school or have started school. Uh, so we are, f- summer's over. It's done. Oh, it's so done. sad. It's still, it, you get, this is the worst part of the year. You get all the heat of summer without any of the benefits. Uh, vacations are pretty much done. Mm. It's, 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 it can be depressing. It's like a seasonal, uh, what's that seasonal disorder that people get when they seasonal get. Seasonal affective disorder? Yes, that thing. But yeah. at least you can do it on a 90-degree day with your pumpkin spice latte soon. Uh, but we do have a lot to talk about today. Uh, we're going to talk about road safety. Uh, yeah, we're talking about traffic, speed, that kind of stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about council tomorrow night. There's some interesting stuff, but some of this is kind of more just run-of-the-mill things here. Uh, but here's the fun stuff. You know, we are going to... Have a, I'm gonna I'm gonna read a resolution recognizing the hundredth anniversary of John Hanley High School. That's gonna be fun. Uh, as a guy that just had a kid graduate with the hundredth class, um, we got a couple of finance items. You know, we're gonna <clears throat> we got an update an ordinance regarding refunds of erroneously paid taxes. It's more just of an update to the ordinance. Um, <clears throat> we also are. Updating an ordinance to establish a, a business filing minimum, which, you know, if you are a, if you have like a plumbing business or a, you're an electrician or you <clears throat> sell goods at various craft shows, this might, and you want to do that in the city, this might apply to you. But again, not a major change. Uh, we are still going to talk a little bit about green space over at Zero Pack. Uh, and there is a, don't get caught off guard when you see an emergency ordinance. In essence, what happened was there's a typo related to an old ordinance <clears throat> relating to polling places, and we have to update it on the quick because of the typo. So that's about it for tomorrow night. No work session uh, at the moment, no executive session, so it, it should be a fairly concise meeting. Knock on wood. So that's what we're going to be doing tomorrow night at Council. Uh, feel free. Check us out online. Go to the city's website and watch it. Uh, and we're going to take a quick break. Uh, stick around. Cheapy Hand's going to be in here talking about traffic safety. Have you always wanted to be more involved in the city's government and learn how things work? Uh, well, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do. Um, but do you want to know about how the budget's created, how the trash gets collected, how the police department and fire departments keep you safe? Well, then you are a perfect uh, candidate for our new Civic Leadership Academy, formerly called the Inside Academy. It's going to start in October. Uh, you do need to sign up. It's uh, meatier, more substantive. You're going to have a lot of different activities. I think we're going to have some food involved. So visit www.winchestervA.gov for more details and to sign up. All right. Welcome, uh, Police Chief Amanda Behan. Not Behan. No. Not what what were you called yesterday? Um, Oh, Bohan. Bohan. Yeah, yeah. I, I caught that. Was that, that was a new one for yeah. me. I was like, oh, I've never heard it called Bohan. Yeah. I knew how to say Behan, unlike Van Huculum. Van Huc- well, <laughs> that's an actual legitimate hard name to say. Behan, it, it, there's only one of a couple of ways you can really screw that up if you are trying. If you're not trying at all, you call her 
Bahan or whatever. Bean. 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 If you're just going to slur it together, bean. Bean. It sounds like Mr. Bean. 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 Man Bean. You probably get a lot of that. On patrol, when you were on patrol and you had people say your last name, Bean. 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 Hey, Officer Bean. Officer Bean. You probably get a lot of that. Oh, so, not, not as much as you think. Um, I think people were afraid to try to pronounce my name. Well, I guess in the in the city of Winchester, we like to enunciate and speak names clearly. Maybe that's why. Sure. Maybe out in the county, they say Boone. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. How, well, how do you say Van Hooculum? Yeah, I know. There right. we go. Fine. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> no offense to county residents, uh, present company excluded. The um, So... <laughs> Chief Behan is back. Uh, we've talked yes. to you before, I know, but yes. have, we've talked since you became chief, too. Right after you became chief, yes, I think. Right I think after. that was the last mm-hmm. time on. So um, <clears throat> today we're talking about uh, traffic and speeding and roadway safety, that kind of stuff, which is uh, always a hot topic. But lately, I feel like we've been getting inundated with emails about people speeding. Same. And, so it's it's time for us to clarify a few things, hopefully reassure some people uh, as to what exactly we're doing um, in, in terms of safety, uh, right. really uh, traffic safety. <clears throat> is, there's probably a lot more happening than you realize. So uh, let, let's start off, Chief, with uh, a couple of statistics. So about how many tickets does... PD write a year? Last year, we wrote over 5,000 uh, tickets, and that includes warning and citations as well. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> how does that kind of, you know, fi- that, that number for a city of our size, is that more I, or less? Are we an outlier? Well, I'm, I'm happy with the, the efforts that our officers are making with traffic enforcement, for sure. And, you know, I often have to remind people when I get those complaints that we are only, I mean, nine square miles. Mm-hmm. And um, we are, uh, what, 400, over 400 roads yeah. that we have to patrol. And typically, we have about six to eight officers working at one mm-hmm. time. I try to just put it in a better perspective for them so they understand you know, what we have to deal with that. And we have about 3000 calls for service mm-hmm. a month. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess you, you make a good point. The, the citations themselves are not a great indicator. And frequently someone, you know, asks how many citations have you written on this road as if it's an indicator of safety when it's really just an indicator of how many tickets we've written right. and not much more. Right. Uh, and we enforce, you know, Contrary to popular belief, we enforce the speed limit on every road in this city, but with only six to eight people, we're not going to, um, we're not going to be in every street corner all the time. No, absolutely not. And the, probably the better indicator of safety is really the crashes. So maybe let's shift gear about how many crashes do we have? Yeah. Well, I do want to make a point that there is research that shows that, you know, as traffic enforcement increases, then you're... Uh, traffic crashes are reduced. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, share that point with our staff so they understand why it is important to Mm -hmm. enforce traffic rules. So I I apologize. You asked me a question and I got off topic. (laughs) No, you you wanted to complete a thought, uh, but crashes. So citations help. Enforcement, of course, is important. Uh, 
But it's not as if we have this epidemic of, you know, pedestrian fatalities. People aren't getting, no. uh, you know, mowed down on the roadways around no. here. Uh, what, what do what do our numbers look like as it relates to crashes? So there's a difference in the type of crashes that we have. We okay. have reportable and non-reportable crashes. So overall, when you total those, uh, it's a little over 1,000, I believe, um, for last year. Yes, uh, 1,089, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. <laughs> But um, I do want to explain the difference between reportable and non-reportable. So a reportable crash is one there, which there's injury or there's damage that is over $1,500. A comprehensive report is completed and goes to the Department of mm-hmm. Motor Vehicles. Um, so those crashes, we had a little over 500. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's... Good. Is that good? Is that bad? What, what? Well, we we did a comparison to uh, Manassas and Front Royal. They're both about 10 square miles. Okay. Uh, one has a higher population, one a lower population. We were two crashes less than Manassas. Woohoo! No, wait. They had two crashes less than us. Oh. And then... <laughs> Front Royal had um, about Manassas. ten. I know, and I was so that really bothered me. Yeah, because they. <laughs> but it's have only over, two. It's only two. I know, okay. but they have forty thousand people who live there, and mm-hmm. when I think of Manassas, I think of traffic congestion. Yeah, I guess we don't know who is creating the crashes, do we? I guess we could. Oh. I want to know if it's you county folks, Sarah. How do you know it's not over the line West Virginia folks? Oh, that's right. We should just blame West Virginia. Blame West Virginia. <clears throat> it's definitely all the West. <laughs> and Manassas is further away from West Virginia. They just have the Northern Virginia people. Exactly. Now, they're pretty bad drivers, too. So we blame the Northern Virginiaites it's definitely not West Virginia. It's definitely not city residents of Winchester that are creating these crashes. That's for sure. Absolutely not. <laughs> so where, where in the city do we typically have more more crashes than others. It, Pleasant Valley and Jewelry, that mm. intersection is the one. highest every year. Yeah, um, And that's due to people not yielding uh, mm-hmm. or running the red light. Um, yep. So that's the, you know, typically what's causing them. But mm. underlying factor is distracted driving. Oh, know, absolutely. Because they're running those lights because they're not paying attention. <clears throat> that's one of the hardest things to communicate to residents and city councilors is that... Just because there's an accident, it doesn't mean speeding was the cause. Correct. I actually was uh, I witnessed a, a pretty good accident. Not good. There's no good accident, but you know what I mean. It's a pretty significant accident uh, at that exact same intersection on South Pleasant Valley and Jubal Early. And uh, it had nothing to do with speed. Somebody right. was not paying attention, didn't realize they had uh, a stoplight. They ran it, T-boned somebody. Yep. Nothing to do with speed. In right. fact, they weren't even speeding when it happened. Right. So... When folks say, oh, my goodness, speeding is the problem, or we need speed bumps or uh, things like that, it, it's those aren't the root causes. And nor is really the design, in most cases, the design of our roads aren't the problem either. Now, South Pleasant Valley is one that we all think about. Yes. Um, and <clears throat> it's not an abnormal intersection. You know, no, it's a large one. It's a it's a big one. And it's a major, yeah, it's a major intersection. It gets a lot of volume through yes. it. But it's not like there's some type of weird configuration. It's your standard, you know, two lanes going either way intersection. Correct. And people just don't pay attention. So it's if you're so if you're thinking we need to lower the speed limits to make the roads safer, that's not 
No, really it's, the it's root a, cause. such a small percentage. I think yeah. maybe maybe 10% wow. are caused from speeding. Wow. Yeah. I did, I did not know that. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, let's talk about some things that, that we're doing. And, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about some of the things that are happening in our you know public public works department. Uh, what kind of things are is PD doing to, to address some of the issues that we, we do need to address? Yeah. So when somebody calls in with a complaint about speeding, we definitely do directed patrols in those areas. But it does at times get frustrating because you would like to deploy those resources to areas where the crashes are happening, right? Yeah. So when we have time to do that, when we're not doing the, the other things, um, we're trying to hit those high traffic crash areas. So, um, you know, now that we have our motorcycle unit, we're going to be able to uh, get in places a little bit easier. The, like Pleasant Valley is so hard yeah. to try to pull a vehicle over, mm. um, it, you know, if it's going the opposite yeah. direction because of the amount of traffic. That's true. So the motorcycles will definitely help. Yeah. And we're adding more personnel to that team. So I'm, I'm very hopeful for the future. Awesome. <clears throat> and for the thing, you know, a lot of times folks will, will say, well, put, please put a speed bump out. We don't do speed bumps. And it's not just us. Most jurisdictions in the country don't do speed bumps. Uh, they, they damage vehicles, which, you know, obviously we put safety over damage, you know, property damage. But a lot of times what they also do is slow down emergency response. If one exactly. of your officers <clears throat> is uh, trying to get to a scene as quickly as possible and they hit a speed bump, or they have to slow down for a speed bump, that's bad. It is. Because you can actually really injure the police officer and the firefighters as well when they hit those speed bumps going at a high rate of speed. So <clears throat> speed bumps in most parts of the country, in fact, I don't know of any jurisdiction that is still putting them out with regularity. You will still see some in parking lots, but we don't build parking lots. Those are <clears throat> those are things that are put into like grocery store parking right. lots that have nothing to do with the city. Uh, we do uh, occasionally where necessary, we put in raised crosswalks and speed tables. Uh, a raised crosswalk is pretty much what it sounds like. It's a flat speed bump <clears throat> that's the width of a crosswalk and it's in a crosswalk. So it's a raised crosswalk. Uh, you're going to see more of those uh, here in the city, um, thanks you know, in part to this past budget, which funded a couple of other uh, highway technicians that are going to be putting those in and helping restripe things. Um, <clears throat> the other thing that you'll see around town uh, are those you know, speed limit signs that also tell you how fast you're going. Those don't just tell you how fast you're going. They actually collect volume and speed data for us. So uh, if you go to winchesterva.gov, I'm pretty sure we, if we don't have it up now. I'll we'll, make sure it's up. <clears throat> Sarah, we'll make sure that it's up. Uh, some, some of that data that we collect off of those signs, um, sometimes people don't believe it, that the speeding on their road is actually not that bad. Yeah. You know, they, they <clears throat> claim that the average speed is 40 miles an hour on their 25 mile an hour road and you know, more often than not, it's within about five miles of the speed limit. Yeah. Uh, so, and again, speed is not the factor. Like Chief Behan just said, speed is not necessarily the factor. Now we do want to make, we want to calm it down. And Absolutely. We, <clears throat> we don't want to make it easy for folks to, to speed. But uh, at the same time, most of our accidents aren't really created by speed. It's normally 
bad driving. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And we are so grateful for that data collection, you know, and the mm-hmm. <laughs> many, many years ago, oh, we yeah. were sitting uh, at those places and we were having to hand write mm-hmm. the speeds um, of all the vehicles traveling through and it would, it you know, because of the number of complaints coming absolutely. in. So absolutely. definitely appreciate technology there. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back. We're going to do uh, a This or That Driving Edition uh, with GP, Hannah and I. And now for a quick message from our one and only sponsor, the city of Winchester, Virginia. Labor Day is just around the corner, meaning there will be closures on Monday, September 4th including city offices, the rec center at Jim Burnett Park, Wintran, and the courts. Luckily, the outdoor pool will still be open, but Labor Day will be the last day to visit for the season. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the latest, great named, this or that segment. This is um, <clears throat> that's your radio voice. That's the that's the podcast voice. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a fine uh, radio voice. I just always find it humorous uh, when people put on because uh, this is kind of how I talk, right? Uh, this isn't my yes. no. That's how you always talk. That's yeah, how I, I always talk, say. right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I wasn't sure if I. So yeah, sorry guys. This is how I, if you meet me in person, this is how I sound. Uh, but I, I do like it when people put on their. The radio voice. Fun fact, my radio voice is the same as my phone voice. Uh, yes, yes, I've noticed that. And it, it, that's true for a lot of people. That's yeah. true for a lot of people. But I'm sorry, I've totally distracted from this new segment we're doing called... Is this a new segment? This is a new segment. It's a new segment we're doing called This or That. So, like it. Sarah, it's a this don't or let that. me interrupt you. All right. This is This or That, the driving edition. Uh, that does, that's not better, but it, we'll, <clears throat> we'll work on it. Okay, fine. <laughs> I have homework. I got it. No, got it's it. nice. It's nice. Okay, so what we're going to do is I am going to read several this or that statements. After I read them, Chief Behan and Dan are going to simultaneously give their answers and we're going to see how many they agree on. Okay. All right. Ready? Roundabouts or stoplights? Roundabouts. Roundabouts. Great. And and my reason is A, uh, they're actually safer. So remember folks when we talked about distracted drivers and people running stoplights, you can't run a roundabout. You will hit the middle of the roundabout. It's (laughs) I, I can't imagine. I don't know how you can T-bone somebody at a roundabout. You might. They might confuse you. You might. They might be uh, new to you, but they're safer than a stoplight. Yes. Safer, and I don't have much patience for long lights. Oh yeah, no. there's that too. You keep rolling. You might slow down a little bit, but you're going to keep on yes. rolling through. Just understand how they work. Yes, ignorance is not an option here on this one, folks. We don't even have two lane ones, and those are the only ones that are even slightly confusing. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Next. Next one. Automatic car wash or hand washer car? Automatic. Automatic. Yeah. I, I, I'm too old. Uh, that's a hand wash in your car. It's a young man's game. I know. I used to love to do that. <laughs> really? Yes. I yes. hated it. I, oh, I always I did it. hate it. But not now. But you. Who has time? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I don't have time. <laughs> but we're, we're busy people that, that are out doing stuff in the community. I, I, I run it through. We've got a few really nice automatic uh, car wash places. I'm not going to call anybody out, but. We, we've got a few nice ones in town that do a perfectly lovely job. And I think all of them offer monthly wash clubs, which is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I I haven't subscribed yet. I'm not a big Neither joiner. 
but I might need to. I also, I also do not bring my truck in to get washed very often. So if I had a car, we're getting way off topic. Super anyway, off topic. Okay. Have, <laughs> next. Would you rather sit in the back seat and control the music or sit in the front seat and hate the music? Oh, Back sit in the seat. back seat. Yeah. Listen to 100%. music. A hundred percent. It's funny you put this in here because Amanda have had and I have had a, a version of this conversation before, <laughs> talked about music in the past. So no no surprise at all that we would like to right. control the, the music. The only thing with that question, it was very tricky for me because I do get a little bit of car sickness. So mm -hmm. as long as I could sit in the middle of the yep. back seat and look forward, I'd be absolutely That fine. was the so only thing. Yeah. Yep. That was the only thing that threw me off yeah. too. I first off, why do you let the backseat person control the music? Does, do you do that in your household? Listen, I live with three they, small children, and true. they scream at me until I'm listening to Cocomelon nonstop. So Ugh. I'm not a great example here. <laughs> All right, yeah, well, thoughts and prayers. <clears throat> Next up, okay, never hit a red light or never get stopped at a railroad crossing. Red, red light. light, yeah, super easy there. Because you're gonna how how often do you actually get stopped at a railroad crossing? <sighs> Over on Fort Collier when you're turning up Brook Road. Is that the county? Uh, no, it's the oh. city. The very I, end of the city. And uh, it is yeah. the longest wait for a railroad to cross ever. The only one I get stuck at occasionally is right over by Timbrook, the yes. uh, the one on Piccadilly. Well, the one right outside my office. Yes. yes. That one. Yeah. But that one it's, was coming by this morning when I was yeah. driving in. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. And it's always... Quite annoying. And they have to move super slow through there. But, <clears throat> yeah. but no, it's still so red light. Still red light. Yes, definitely. All right. Last one. Run a million errands on a hot afternoon or drive and pick up a friend from Reagan. Errands. Hands down. Driving to National has to be no. the worst thing in the history of the universe. No. If I got to pick up a friend at Reagan National, they're not my friend for very long. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather pay the no. price of their Uber. You, you, uh. you be, exactly. You, you better be a blood relative if I'm going to pick you up at the airport. I Listen, if you're my friend, I'll do whatever. You know, and you need a ride, I will give you the ride. Mm, you better you better expect me to cash in on an air t on a two hour drive to Reagan. Uh, that's a lot to ask of a friend. It is definitely. I've, I've never not gotten lost in Georgetown trying to get out of Reagan. <laughs> I like always more end of a up you over, issue. I, I always <laughs> end up over a bridge that I should not have gone over. Yeah. Well, I also have the benefit of yeah, having grown up in DC. <clears throat> I cannot navigate it. I lived there for years, there. so it, it, this one was easy for me. Now, <clears throat> if these days living in Winchester, do I prefer Dulles or Reagan? Of course, Dulles. It's closer. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. If I had, but when I lived in DC, you know, we kind of had our, our choice of BWI, Reagan, and Dulles. Back then, I would choose. BWI because depending on the time of day, mm -hmm. uh, because it, that was pretty simple. It was highway. It was a little bit closer than Dallas at the time, but Reagan was on the Metro. So I, so Reagan was really the, my go-to when I lived in DC, but here out in Winchester, nah, Dallas all the way. Out in Winchester, if I have to choose between Reagan and BWI, I still pick BWI. What? Yeah. Really? It's like two and a half hours away. I hate Reagan. Oh, I like it. Yeah, no, Reagan's a fine airport. Mm. Yeah, it's I, the parking. Those parking spots are so tiny. Uh, you can't no, even open oh, your door. In, you can't get in or out. You, that's oh. why you never drive, never park at Reagan. That's a yeah, but I can't find a friend to take me. <laughs> Again, it sounds more like a you problem there, Sarah. <clears throat> All right, uh, thank you very much, uh, Chief Behan, for joining us and playing along. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back. We're going to be chatting with uh, some folks uh, who just opened a bakery in town. Yum. Cool. Thank you.
Browse Review is brought to you by Pickup Parties. Help keep Winchester beautiful while having fun at a pickup party. A twist on the boring old community cleanup event. Join the next pickup party at Timbrook Park on Thursday, September 7th at 5.30 p.m. Don't forget to dress for the theme, cartoons. And remember that you can earn stormwater utility fee credits each time you join the fun at a pickup party. All right, welcome back. And now it's the community spotlight portion of the show. I'm going to try not to butcher uh, the names of our guests. Uh, I have with us uh, Vincenzo. Yes, Vincenzo. Vincenzo, thank you. Mazzone. Yes, Mazzoni. Mazzoni. Good grief. I'm back. Mazzoni. Mazzoni. This is me with Vincenzo Mazzoni. <laughs> and his sister, I understand? Yes. Lenora Schmecko. Yes. Schmecko. That I, I nailed. Wow. What's what's the origin of Schmecko? Uh, Czech Republic, Slovakia. Rep- about to say, I'm much better with like Eastern, Eastern European, European names, not so much with the Italian names, evidently. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, thank you for your your patience, and thank you guys for coming in. Uh, yeah, thank you. Our you pleasure. are you know, last one we wa- we talked to uh, a business owner who uh, owns the espresso bar down in the Walking Mall. She's been in business for quite a while. Uh, today, you guys are brand spanking new, pretty much. You opened just, what has it been, a month now? No, May 20th was our first day of business. May 20th was your first day. So it's yes. been a couple months. Couple you opened months. over the summer. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, so ha- let's start off. It's, it's a bakery, which everyone in, in the city was excited about. <laughs> literally i don't think i have been asked so many questions about a business opening before you guys even open i was getting so many questions hey do you hear this bakery going on hey we're going to open a bakery. <laughs> hey what Thankful. hey do you know when that bakery's opening hey what kind of stuff are they going to sell oh what do they got and i'm like i'm the city manager I don't, i'm not the in charge of the new bakery that's opening up <laughs> But everyone was excited uh, by the new bakery show uh, opening up right on Piccadilly called Need Bread. Uh, tell me a little bit. Tell me a little bit uh, why. Well, we are three generations of bread bakers in our family and restaurant owners. Oh, okay. So it just was a natural thing to think about and do, and so here we are. Wow. Yeah. What other other restaurants locally or? Actually, most of them were based in uh, New York. Okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of our, our family, we've had uh, restaurants. My mm-hmm. grandfather had a place, um, a luncheonette, and then my dad also had a place. Um, my uncle also had a place. And then we had one in a restaurant in upstate New York as well. So, just kind of like the background of, you know, mm-hmm. um, bakeries and restaurants. So, what kind of stuff do you guys do over there? Well, right now we're um, we got sourdough like uh, Winchester sourdough, which we started here. Um, we also have a chapata, um, rustic uh, bread, and we also have a sesame seed um, chapata. Um, we do like a cinnamon raisin chapata. Um, we also have uh, right now we're doing uh, just a regular like like a wheat, mm-hmm. a, a whole wheat. Um, uh, it's. You're doing a lot a of honey. Breads. It has a, sorry. It's a honey whole wheat. It's a honey, it's a honey, honey whole, whole wheat. wheat. Thank you. Thank, wheat. You. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. that. Yeah. Sourdough. And I hear your breakfast sandwiches are fantastic. They're to yeah. die for. 
to die right for. That's that was the exact same thing. Was that verbatim said? To die for. Exactly. Because it's all about the bread. Yes, it is. Exactly. There's yes. nothing worse with the bread because, you know, when you got the standard breakfast sandwich things, egg, cheese, some type of meat. Right. It, there's nothing worse when it's either the bread is too thick. And you're just eating big mouthfuls of bread with no filling, mm-hmm. or if it's yeah, soggy, soggy oh. or doesn't hold together. Because I also like a little bit of mayo yeah. or some type of schmear right. on my bread with right. a sandwich. Go. And if it doesn't, if it's falling out, if it's just a mess, it's just, uh, yeah. No so fun. we got we have two eggs basically on our sandwich. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes with two eggs, and then it's got like a hickory smoked um, bacon there center cut with. It's a thick slice, so. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have like a um, applewood smoked ham as well, and then we've got American cheese, and then we have arugula, mm-hmm. and then a touch a little bit of a uh, lemon drizzle on top. There you go. And then to kind of tie it all together, Very nice. which is a nice little pop. So mm-hmm. we realize that customers aren't really asking, "Hey, where's you know the ketchup or the hot sauce?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they they kind of like realize that hey, this is pretty good just like all by itself. Yeah. Which is <clears throat> when you got the right nice. ingredients, you don't need to you know do much with it and it's funny because we don't even have a toaster right now we're like we're toasting all our stuff on a flat grill so Uh, it kind of makes it kind of nice actually i do like griddled yeah griddled bread it's actually better when i make my cheesesteak so i I will griddle the bread right it actually comes out nicer so but eventually we're going to be like i said you know offering uh, a couple of more sandwiches and we're really thinking that hey at this point in time you know uh, less is more. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I don't want to have like 25 sandwiches on the board. Yeah. You know, and then it's just, it turns out to be, um, oh, a bunch of sandwiches that might not be as good because you're saying yourself was yeah. like, hey, it's hard to get this, this, and this. So we just focus on just a few sandwiches that really taste good. Yeah. I think that's um, and that are, coming from a guy with zero those, restaurant right, experience. Those ingredients will be <laughs> will nice. be used up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. once we use up the ingredients for that for that day, yeah, we can just move on to the next sandwich and run yeah. a special for two uh, or three days. And that awesome. way, all the ingredients are fresh. You mm-hmm. know, and we're using olive oil when we do our yeah. olive oil and butter when we're making our egg sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So trying to keep it like simple and and somewhat healthy. To, gotcha. To, you know people so so it made me think <clears throat> when uh you know you guys have been in the restaurant and food business for a long time how often do you get advice from people who have absolutely no idea what it takes to run a restaurant and they've made a few sandwiches in their lifetime <clears throat> and now they want to tell you how to make a sandwich how often does that happen um, surprisingly, it's uh, it's not too bad. Okay, but, you know, <laughs> good. But you know, if we can help out, I I have been asked to to help before, and I'm more than willing to mm-hmm. you know help somebody. And yeah. especially if they're not sure, like what kind of bread, what they you know what they want, what kind of bread they want with their meal. Mm-hmm. So we get that a lot at the bakery. Yeah. So we can help out people and try to like you know. It's an give education them some process. Good, yeah, Our, good choices or you know you're open to feedback, but at the same uh, yeah. time yeah. you got you know what you're doing. We try to know. We try. You learn something new every day, though. Yeah. You know, there's always like these little tricks and like methods. And there's always a better way to shape. Is there a better way to shape this? What's going on? Well, that all sounds uh, delicious. What um, What do people need to know 
when they before they walk through the doors of Needbread? They need to know they're walking into a establishment that's family run. Okay. Um, they we it's an extension of who we are. So hopefully when you come in, you're greeted by a very friendly staff. Customer service is a must of high degree of customer service. Um, I train my staff that way. Mm-hmm. I come out of a relatively um, corporate life for many years, um, but have always honed in on um, customer service being number one. Mm-hmm. So I hope that they see that. And to be honest, I believe they do because our front of the house um, is always complimented about their kindness, how they meet and greet, they're friendly, and their tips show it because they do very well. Um, That's always a good indicator that people like what they see when they come in or how they feel when they come in. So that's a big, big thing for me as operations of Mm -hmm. the retail side. I want people to feel comfortable. I want them to feel like they're coming into a family environment. That's awesome. And so I think we've actually generated that so far. We've had a lot of positive feedback, and the city's been wonderful. The town, you know, the people themselves are just really super nice. And we kind of want to, like, educate people, too, about bread. Because, like, if you think about it, you're going to the grocery store, and you're walking down an aisle. And what do you see when you walk down an aisle? The bread aisle. So everything's, like, wrapped in plastic. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, sitting there, condensating. Yeah. And you wonder why it lasts, like, you know, a week and a half, two yeah. weeks. You're like, hmm. hmm. Put it on top of your refrigerator. You're like, hmm, how come <clears throat> I can still use that loaf of bread? Yeah. What the heck's going on here? They need, they need so, to know that when they come into our store, they're, they're getting, getting clean you know, product. awesome. Um, as close as organic, if not organic, as we can get it. Uh, we're really uh, fixed on uh, having... Um, vendors who can have access to that type of product. We mm-hmm. just don't buy our flour from anybody. Yeah. Um, we go through a process. And so we test everything that we put on the shelf. Yeah. And if it's not up to our standard, we're not selling it, even if we just lost two or $300 in that particular production. Gotcha. I don't care. It's not going on a shelf or in the display case. So or at awesome. times, too, we'll, we'll be honest with people and say, hey, look hey. what happened to this, because we had, we had a few <laughs> yes, Sprite. We had, we had, had a couple of sourdoughs be like a little bit flatter than usual. There's nothing wrong with the product. It's just it tastes it's great. a living it organism. It looks yeah, different. And it's live, so yeah. it goes through these uh, weird... Um, you know, uh, situations. Right. It so gets exactly. in, it gets moods like yeah. everybody. It does. And it's all because of the weather. And But we sample it if it tastes yeah. good, and we explain it to the... Uh, you know, the customers. Yeah. yeah. And we usually will discount it if it's, you know, if, as long as it's edible yeah. and it's good. So other times if it's not, though, we, we don't, don't put it out yeah, there. Yeah, we don't put it out there. At all. Good to know. Good yeah. to know. So. Well, <clears throat> thank you guys very much uh, for coming in. We are so thrilled to have uh, a nice family-run bakery in town. Uh, <clears throat> so everybody, please go try out uh, Need Bread. Uh, Piccadilly, right up uh, north of the walking mall, in an area that I think is going to change rapidly. So yeah. if you're, do I not agree. sleep on all of the businesses on Piccadilly. Of course, we have wonderful businesses on the walking mall and around it, but uh, Piccadilly has needed some love for many years, and I'm so happy to see all the activity and what's going on in Piccadilly right yeah. now. So everybody, go to Piccadilly. Go check out Need Bread. <clears throat> you won't be disappointed. Uh, thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. We appreciate it. Thank you.
That is our show. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, you heard about traffic safety. You heard about bread. Uh, don't forget to... People can subscribe. Sarah, how do people... Do people subscribe to this? How do people even do this? Because I hear it. I don't, you know. So you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. Spotify. We are available on all the major streaming. Perfect. Subscribe. And then that way, when there's a new one, you'll be alerted. That would be great. Uh, and you'll know about the next one, which is going to come in a couple of weeks, uh, where we will be talking about the importance of managing stormwater with city engineer Kelly Henshaw. So uh, stormwater is something we talked about a fair amount on the show. Uh We've got the stormwater utility that's being set up, which is going to affect really everybody in Winchester. So uh, make sure you check that out. And until then, we'll see you around City Hall. Mm-hmm.